Welcome to Understandable Solutions, the podcast where we discuss business and current events, those important issues that impact our world. Our goal is that you walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. Here's your host, Jeff Newkirk. Hey, welcome to the Understandable Solutions podcast. I'm Jeff Newkirk, your host. I'm always grateful for you tuning in and listening to our podcast. And I'm very proud and pleased to announce our sponsor. Under Summer's shortlets are the go-to anti-thigh chafing solution for women. The women-owned small business is dedicated to help women love their thighs and ultra-comfortable non-shape wear thigh chafing solution. Carmen, it's kind of hard for me to say. <laughs> I've got Stacy Harris with me today. <laughs> Stacy, welcome. Thank you, Jeff. But I'm not done with my sponsor. I'm sorry. I did not expect that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of threw that at you. Huh? Talking about talking about. <laughs> I know. It's sort of like, what did he say? All right. That was. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Keep going. This is very important. It's summer. It. Yeah. It's oh, hot. Yes. And it. Yes. The discomfort is real. Uh, uh, okay. Yes. <laughs> like you're going to make me you speechless no already. You have no idea what we go through. <laughs> Man. Okay. We're in for a good episode. So these short lids have a patented seam free inner thigh design, making them a long lasting solution, which is sure to delight for many summer seasons. Undersummers.com provides the most comprehensive selection of shortlets with sizes ranging from small to 5X various links and styles, and many colors and prints. These are for women and girls who just want to have fun. Try Undersummer's shortlets today with a special 15% discount with code SOLUTIONS, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. And Outstanding DNA is underwear on a mission. Ultra-comfortable performance skivvies made in the U.S., 22 veterans die by suicide every day. Outstanding DNA apparel reminds us that we are all outstanding and it is dedicated to ending the suicide epidemic with a portion of all sales going to suicide prevention in partnership with Bob Razor veteran and first responder peer support programs. Support the mission of Outstanding DNA on outstandingdna.com. Get 15% off your first order with the code SOLUTIONS. And again, that's S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. I'm so proud to have Undersummers and Outstanding DNA as sponsor sponsors for the Understandable Solutions podcast. Stacey, I bet you never thought you'd hear me talk about underwear. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> My conservative friend, I did not. <laughs> so, so I talk about getting out of your comfort zone. Here it we is. go. Here we go. So, yes. But... Great, great products, great people that own uh, Undersummers and they Outstanding DNA. People. So, yes. all right, today I have Stacy Harris with me, and she's been on the podcast several times before. Great to have you back. Thank you. We're going to change some things around today. We are. So, I'm going to hand the microphone over to Stacy. Oh, you know, I love applause. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I've, I've learned buttons. Yes. So that, that could be dangerous. So good. There's all kinds of good buttons. Yeah. You shouldn't have shown those to me. I know. You may be hearing lots of sounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the microphone's going over to Stacy. She's going to ask me a few questions today, and we're going to have a good time. We already have. Oh, so thank Stacey, you. So, Stacy, welcome. Thank you for letting me do this. So the way this all kind of happened, if y'all are wondering, is about a month ago, Jeff was interviewing me for this podcast. And I asked him a couple of questions at the end and turned the tables. And then we started talking about it afterwards. And I said, you, you need to be interviewed on your own podcast. People need to know a little bit more about you. And so he invited me to come back today yep. and stand in as host Absolutely. and ask him some questions. So, um, you know, I, Really, I'm really excited that we're going to do this because... Me too. I think it's going to be fun. You are deep waters. There's so much more to you than what you just see on the surface. And I think that that's really important for people to know okay. about you. And Deep um, waters. I'm not sure you are, where we're going with there's that. There's a okay. lot more. There's You have a lot, a lot of, of... treading? There's a lot of experience that you have, a lot of life experiences that you have um, that have made you who you are today. And I think, yeah. you know, that's just so important 
it shapes us. And Absolutely. How we do business True. and all of that kind of stuff. But I also think it's really interesting to talk to people and find out how they got where they are and where they came from. Because I'm sure Agreed. there are people out there who are sitting in a job that they don't love and they really want to have their own business and they think that they, the they can't do that or it's too late in life or they don't know where to start or that's not what I went to school to do. I don't have the money. I don't have the money, you know, all of those kinds of things. And, right. and you know, I mean, that was me at one time, I know. And, um, you know, I have an elementary education degree and here I am. So it's, I it didn't know. It takes courage, doesn't it? It does. But, I, you know, I didn't know there was a businesswoman in me. Until little did you know, I had no idea. Bam. Yes, there I it didn't is. know, and so I think it's really important. I think it can be encouraging to people to to know people's stories and how they've gone out on their own. So, let's start with where did you grow up? Where are you from? So I grew up on the south side of Chicago, mm -hmm. specifically the south suburbs in a mm -hmm. suburb called Lansing, and uh, yeah, it was you know, mostly. I would say blue collar. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad worked on a in a hospital on the south side, mm -hmm. and uh, most of my friends' dads worked in the steel mills, a Ford plant, and um, that was a you know good good upbringing. Mm -hmm. So yes, mm -hmm. yeah. And then um, you went. Where did you go to school? To college. So I went to Valparaiso University in Valpo, mm -hmm. Val Val Valparaiso, Indiana, and uh, got so I got my undergrad degree and. Mm -hmm. I decided to go on and get my MBA, so I went to the University of Iowa. Mm -hmm. And so everybody get, kind of gave me a hard time because I was accepted at Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, for whatever reason. My, so my dad went to Iowa. He played yeah. football at Iowa. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of my family went to Iowa. And so I just decided to go, go to Iowa instead mm -hmm. of Notre Dame, and everybody mm -hmm. thought I was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was. I don't know. <laughs> So, and then I uh, couldn't get enough of school, so I went on and got my doctorate degree at mm -hmm. uh, University of Northern Colorado. Very good. Yeah. And then you went into the corporate world. Yeah, I was really? in, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time in, in healthcare, mm -hmm. in uh, finance and operations. I spent mm -hmm. some time in what we call a C-suite or administrative positions. Mm -hmm. I was uh, in consulting, and I, I think that's where I really got the bug to, to be uh, more in, in in consulting and coaching, you know, mm -hmm. business coaching mm -hmm. or advising, because I could see where people needed some guidance and support, and I, I could not stand all of the bureaucratic crap that took place mm -hmm. in the corporate world, and, yeah. and people having hidden agendas, and, you know, people getting, you know, screwed because mm -hmm. of they're not in, they're not playing the game. Right. So that's kind of where I got the bug to get out on my so you own. Do your own thing. Yeah. I sat in on a class that you did um, a couple of years ago. I love teaching, by the pre -COVID, way. Pre-COVID, the good old days. And <laughs> do we even remember? <laughs> you know, back in 2019. Oh my god! And um, I sat in on a class that you taught, actually, for my networking action members, and you shared a story with us about um, a situation that you were in uh, when you were in the healthcare industry. Still, that yeah. there was a big moral decision Whew. that you had to make. And yeah. um, so, I want you to tell everybody that story because that is a powerful powerful story. Yeah. So I was, it was in uh, 2005 and I remember the date specifically. And mm -hmm. so I'll leave locations and stuff out of it. But, yeah. um, so I was, my goal was to be a VP in a hundred million dollar company by the time I was 40. Mm -hmm. And so that happened and I, you know, was doing, doing pretty well. And, you know, healthcare is kind of, uh, you know, it's a, sort of a cutthroat, uh, environment. Mm -hmm. uh, the te average tenure for somebody in the C-suite in a hospital is like 36 months. Oh, wow. A lot of, a lot of turnover. Oh, my goodness. And the, where I was, it was, there was going to be turnover. We knew there was going to be turnover right. in the C-suite. And uh, so I was presented in a, with a situation that I had to make, a, I had to make a quick decision. And so I was, I was put in charge of uh, an area where we had to bill or uh, bill and document to Medicare. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's how we got paid. Right. And so 
part of the documentation were quality scores and we got paid based on how the scores were. Mm -hmm. So healthcare has evolved. Uh, some of that still happens, I believe. But uh, so the higher the score, the more the hospital got paid. Mm -hmm. And so my task was um, making sure that the scores were uh, representative of what we need to get paid. Mm -hmm. And basically it was presented to me in such a way that, um, Jeff, this is your responsibility and, uh, you know, we need to improve these. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I, you know, I'll do what I can and I, I know the people in the department and let's, let's go. And, and so the response was, I don't think you understand. We need the scores to be improved so we get paid more. So they wanted you to falsify. So without actually saying, Jeff, you know, lie right. on the quality report to um, Medicare, yeah. of which your signature will be on, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a report that's going to the federal government. Mm -hmm. And so I had a decision to make. I have family at home, young kids, mm -hmm. and, you know, do I go ahead and just do what I was told and do the right thing and everything will be okay? Mm -hmm. Or do I walk away and, and really uh, walk away from decent income? And mm -hmm. so the security stability. So I did, I walked away, I walked away with nothing else mm -hmm. going on at the time. Yeah. And tell everybody what happened to the person who did take the position. So what, yeah. So that what happened was, as I understand it, the uh, the person who did end up signing the document mm -hmm. um, spent some time um, incarcerated, and then the person who was responsible for directing that mm -hmm. was escorted almost a year to the day after I left uh -huh. uh, out by security wow. and law enforcement. So it was, it, it took me, it took me really a year to, to know that I did the right thing mm -hmm. because for the longest time I was like, did I, maybe I didn't hear that correctly. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I just was being, <laughs> maybe I misunderstood. yeah, maybe I misunderstood that, you know, and, and here I'm trying to still make ends meet for yeah. my family. And it was, yeah, it was about a year. I was like, okay, I did do the right thing. Yeah. And that was, that was sort of one of the first times that, that I've you know, realized, you know, your first gut, your gut reaction. That's what I was just thinking. If yes. it doesn't smell right, look right, mm -hmm. taste right, right, it ain't right. Yeah. You know? That is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and there is no, no paycheck in the world that That's is worth, worth it. in federal prison for. No. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't keep in contact with anybody that I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to know anything about them. Right. Uh, somebody from there did reach out to me mm -hmm. uh, a couple years after, right. and I just ignored it. Yeah. I'm not going back. No way. No. no. Wow. Dark, dark days. Good for you for doing the right thing. I think that's yeah. a that's a powerful story on many levels, uh -huh. I think. So Thank you. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. So you learned to go with your gut. So that was a big lesson in that. What else did yeah. you learn from that experience? You know, when I, so the day that I left, when I came home, uh, our son Peyton was, he was uh, five at the time. And I mean, I was visibly upset, right? Sure. I mean, walking in, into the house and, uh, you know, he came up, hey, dad. And, uh, you know, he knew, he was like, dad, what's wrong? Aww. I was like, oh, nothing, bud. You know, everything's good. And he said this, he was five. Uh -huh. I will never forget this. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, I don't know what's wrong, Dad, but I love you, Kay. <laughs> I mean, I was like, you Aww. know, like ready to start weeping. I'm sure it makes me want to cry right now. So, yeah. Um, but what I learned was always do the right thing, right? Peyton went with his gut, too. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Mm -hmm. He yep. did. And he mm -hmm. does to this day. Yep. Um, always do the right thing and know that there are people there that, that care about you mm -hmm. and love you mm -hmm. and you are not alone. Yes. Yes. Very important. Yeah. Very important. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Story. Sure. Yeah. That is a really good story. See, I remember it. That's yeah. Wow. That it really was, stuck out of my mind. It really it was did. like almost three years ago. Well, just the consequences, you know, if you, 
Yeah. I mean, think what a different path your life would have taken oh my if gosh. you had just done that. You know, if you had done what they had asked you to do. Um, Who knows? Who knows? I, I think it's just we don't realize as we walk along in life the decisions that we make, how important they yeah. are, you know, and how, and not only, and it's the ripple effect too, you know, I mean, what if you had done that? Right. What would have happened to your beautiful wife yeah. and your three children? And, you know, we're, right. and how do you come back from something like that? I mean, it's just, it's just one of those things like that is just a life defining moment. Yeah. To me. Uh, and, and it was, it was really challenging because, you know, my, my parents who were alive at the time, mm-hmm. you know, thought I was nuts. Yeah. You know, and I, I remember that next weekend having to tell Diane, Diane's uh-huh. dad and, and mom, father in law, father in law, mother in law, that I had left my position with nothing to go to. Yeah. And they were like, son in law, what a loser. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we knew it, Diane. Oh, Get wow. out of there. But well, no, and then they were supportive. Uh-huh. They didn't understand because they didn't right. understand the situation, the situation. But, but they were supportive. It's just hard to imagine that that stuff really goes on. It, yeah. You feel like that stuff you it's see. It's surreal. In, that you right? see in the movies, but it isn't stuff that really is going to yeah. happen in real life. And so right. I'm sure that it was. I'm sure it was. And that's why I questioned it. I was like, did that really happen? Yeah. Did I really read that? that did, was I really asked it? I'm to. glad you got that validation. I mean, I'm sorry that somebody went to prison, but it's. I'm glad that you had that validation yeah. that you know. Me too. Mm-hmm. What was the situation really was? Yeah. So, how did you make this leap from corporate world into business consulting, business coaching, yeah. all that kind of stuff? What What so, made you? Just so in. Uh, Let's see, 2018, yeah, my dad died in 2018, and I, I always wanted to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. In fact, when we lived in Colorado in uh, the late 90s, I actually did start a consulting company while I was getting my doctorate degree, uh-huh. and uh, I loved it. I loved, you know, I had a couple of clients, and, uh, but, you know, I had to make ends meet, so got into the corporate world. Um, but I always wanted to do my own thing because I just knew that I could have a more a better, stronger impact. Mm-hmm. And so when my dad died in 2018 and our kids were older, uh, our oldest was in college, the mm-hmm. girls were about to graduate from high school, uh, we decided, you know, now it's it's time. It's mm-hmm. time to, to um, strike out on my own. Yeah. And we lived in Illinois mm-hmm. and uh, we escaped Illinois. Yes. <laughs> So You're glad about. Oh my one. gosh, I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad saying that because I, I mean, I'm from Illinois. I right. grew, grew up there, but man, what a Texas is. Uh, I'm thankful to live here every day. Me too. So came here and uh, started my own business, and um, absolutely love what I do. Mm-hmm. Love it more post uh, COVID. I guess yeah. we're still in COVID, but. Yeah. You know, the pandemic was a real... I'm saying it's over. ...kick in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, welcome to Texas. You have to meet people. By the way, you can only meet people on Zoom yes, now. Yes, I know. What? And I know that it was a it was a rough start when Ooh. you... Because you made the leap in 2018. <laughs> and then, I was here by my... So, yeah, moved here. that's right. You came here by yourself. I was by myself. Mm-hmm. Moved here because you had a family member that was here. Correct, yeah. yeah. If my cousin was kind enough to take mm-hmm. me in. Mm-hmm. Um, but for eight months, so I was on my own uh-huh. trying to meet people. And then like within three months we were shut down. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so okay. again, it's like those, that situation, did I do the right thing? Mm-hmm. Did I make the right decision? Mm-hmm. And I just forged ahead. Yeah. You know, fortunately I met people like you that were, you know, like very positive, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, motivational. Keep me going. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you're Thank here. you. Well, I remember I sat down in January 2020 and you had this big event that you were planning. Oh my gosh. That was kind of going to be like your kickoff event. Yeah. Um, announcing your business to this area, you know, right. and, um, and it was going to be in, it was going to be in May, wasn't it? March. Was it March? It was March, <laughs> even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, a, it was the second week in March. Yes. 
So, you know, I remember us talking about that and helping you plan that out a little uh, bit. And then here we are. And yes. That yeah. was so crazy. So, so it was canceled and then rescheduled for May because we were told two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. And then maybe a month, uh-huh. maybe another month. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. But I am not going to say the word P-I-V-O-T. Okay, good. I'm glad. Hate I'm that so word. Glad. I do too. I do too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that, you know, things like that, challenges like that happen to us when we start out as entrepreneurs. I mean, I cannot think of one entrepreneur that I know that right after they get started, something catastrophic does not happen. I mean, I just, I think that is part of it. And it's I, persevering, it's, it's, right? It's a testing time. Yeah. I really think it's God saying, how bad do you really want to do this? Like, how, well, 80% of all small businesses shutter within one year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. I think that's a lot of it. So, yeah, I mean, you really have to dig deep. Uh-huh. I'm glad that you got in with the group of us yeah. that could support you and we could all very grateful walk through it together. That was important. Yeah. That was really important. To well, be able to do that. Like yeah. I said, I'm grateful and uh, I'm I'm just I'm glad every day that I live here. Yes, I know we're so fortunate. I've talked to so many people this this week. I mean, probably four or five people. There were several that were at a networking event this morning that I was at, and who have just moved here. You know, and it's yeah. like oh, if we had known it was like this, we would have come two <laughs> years ago. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's like yes. you're the promised land. I know. I agree. I agree. So tell me, tell everybody exactly what you do. I know people have been listening to the podcast for a yeah. while, but we may have some new listeners, hopefully. <laughs> and yeah. Hopefully yes. we have a few more, hopefully right? We have, we're, we're building the audience. Yes. So tell everybody yeah. in terms of first grader would understand yep. so, what you do. So great question, and thank you for allowing me to describe what I do, mm-hmm. as I love what I do. So I work with business owners and decision makers, people who are responsible for the financial outcome mm-hmm. of their business mm-hmm. and help them basically make more money. So looking at their operations, looking at their how their financial performance is going mm-hmm. and try to help them improve. Yeah. So whether that's from being like an outsourced CFO or chief financial officer mm-hmm. position coming in mm-hmm. or just from a consulting perspective, from a short-term engagement or a long-term where we meet periodically or at least monthly to go over their financials and make sure that everything's on track. Yes. Um, and then the other part of my business that I, I really love is working with individuals and sometimes teams mm-hmm. to help them improve uh, professionally or personally. Mm-hmm. Help them improve their communication skills. Help them improve their leadership skills. Uh, I love teaching. I love presenting that stuff. And uh, so I I do that as well. Yes. It's a lot of fun. It is fun, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. I know you're a leadership guru. I try to be. I mean, I, I'm, I know you are. we're all learning, but I'm, I'm doing study a lot. So yep. I know that you're certified with John Maxwell. I am. And what made you decide to do that? You know, it was really easy because when I, when I decided I'm going to do this thing on my own mm-hmm. and I knew that I was going to need something to, to help me get some credibility. Mm-hmm. You can't just say, hey, I have 30 years of experience in the corporate world. I'm a good leader. Yeah. And mm-hmm. people are going to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, that's, but that's not enough. Mm-hmm. And, and plus you need to have that, that network of people that are experienced in what you want to do mm-hmm. that can help you. And I've always been a big John Ma- Maxwell fan. Uh, he has so many good. He's written like eighty six books, right? I mean, <laughs> he is prolific. He's yeah. yeah. I mean, he's yeah. the guru. So, so it was easy for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I mm-hmm. when I learned that there were actually uh, programs where you can learn how to consult and coach through Maxwell, I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's that's really a no brainer. Yeah. So. Yes, and yeah. I love the leadership. So. Um, you hosted a leadership conference. You yeah, in January. Yeah, in January. Uh, I with uh, with Barry Blanton, with, along with Barry yeah. Blanton, mm-hmm. and um, it was just it was such a great conference. It was so good. Y'all did yeah. such a good job with that. Thank you. It, yeah, was, it was a lot of fun and so and, much value and taking a day to just sit and learn mm-hmm. and soak it in. You bet. Yeah. So who are, so I know you're a John Maxwell fan. Who are some other people that you look to as far as 
mentors that you admire the way they have developed their careers, their businesses, that kind of thing? Uh, I would say, you know, the one guy that I have read a lot of his books Mm -hmm. and I think he just has a lot of good things to say. Patrick Lencioni, he has his own Mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything that he, it's like John Maxwell, you know, everything that he comes out with that he talks about is serving, Mm -hmm. serving others, Mm -hmm. you know, true leaders like Simon Sinek, Mm -hmm. uh, his book, Leaders Eat Last. When you really embody true, strong leadership, you understand that it is not about you. It is about everybody but you. Mm -hmm. And you are trying to add value and help those that you are responsible for. And even those who you are not, Mm -hmm. you know, but you come in contact with. Mm -hmm. And you want to help them get from one point to the next point, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. And so Patrick Lencioni is one of them. Guy who talked at uh, the Live to Lead, Ed Milet. Oh, I am man. Is that guy like full? Big, I'm reading his book right now. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, the very first book that he just wrote his second book, but I'm on the first one. Yeah, he has so much positive energy. He does. I mean, and he's like really excited. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. So when um, he's talking to you, he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, you're ready to strap on the pads and you get are. the football I field. know. I know. But he had a he had an interview with uh, the head coach of Clemson that I listened to, uh-huh. and, and I have to give my son credit, Peyton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "Dad, you got to check out this this interview." Well, well little did he know that it was Ed Milet that was you know interviewing oh, Pat okay. uh, Dabo, Sw- Dabo Sweeney okay. from uh, Clemson. Mm-hmm. But what Dabo Sweeney said was he had a lot of great phrases that he that he and Ed Milet talked about, but one that I thought was so. Uh, profound for leaders, and that was do the do the common things in an uncommon way. Mm. So even the most mundane tasks, mm-hmm. you know, that we can do every day or mm-hmm. should do. A lot of us, when you get to a sort of a a management, I don't want to say leadership, but management level. Right. So many people think, well, that's below me. You know, I'm not going to yes. do that because yes. that's somebody else's job. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's BS. You know, a true leader will roll up their sleeves, do, get down in the dirt, and do what yeah. nobody else is willing to do. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I agree. That means get coffee, mm-hmm. get coffee, clean the toilet, clean the toilet, What's whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. your actions really cliche, but your actions speak louder than your they, words. Yeah, yes, it's so, so true. Yeah. I know. I love the Ed My Life podcast. <laughs> it's so good. And he has such a variety of people on there, too. Oh, I know. Yeah. His interests are so varied, and yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someday I'm going to have as much energy. Man, he is. This is a Jeff Newkirk podcast. I was so surprised. You know, he talked about, <laughs> have you listened to the latest one? And he he shares with this audience that he's actually recovering from H. pylori. Uh, no, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, and I was so, I was listening to it just this week, and he was sharing. I haven't been able to finish it yet, but he has an expert on there talking about the relationship between what your gut and your brain that we actually have brain cells in our gut that's well, one how come my brain cells in my gut always want to ask for food but he said that's why <laughs> you talk about we we're talking about the gut feeling go with your gut yeah you literally what your gut is thinking is because you have brain cells in your gut now think wow. about that wow so okay so hopefully those brain cells take a stop at your heart on the way up to yeah. your brain itself. It's I, it's fascinating. I had to go back and listen to that part again to make sure I understood. Oh, that is but interesting. She, but it was also, this, then she was talking about how, you know, the foods that we eat. So you think about it. You know somebody who just decides, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to start eating better. Mm-hmm. And then they, once they eat better for, it doesn't take a long time. Yeah. They start to have these chemical changes in their body because they're feeding their body good whole foods. And then all of a sudden you start to think differently and you look at that Snickers and you go, eh, it doesn't really look as good as it used to look to me. And so you start making better decisions. It's literally because you're feeding your gut with the brain cells better food and then yeah. your brain knows that's not good for me. I don't want that anymore. Wow. And it's that snowball effect. Isn't that interesting? That is very interesting. Yeah. So you have this lady on because he's recovering from H. pylori. I was so surprised because hmm. he is like specimen of health. He, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a workout yeah. fanatic. It just and... shows none of us are invincible. None of us. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to someone 
who is just starting out on their own. In business? Starting their own business. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So uh, the first thing is um, faith. If you don't have mm-hmm. faith, get faith. Amen. If you have faith, get more of it mm-hmm. because you're going to need that going mm-hmm. forward. And you, you're, you're not on your own. You're never on your own. But you have to recognize that. Mm-hmm. If you don't recognize that, you, you're going to feel like everything's falling on your shoulders. Yes. And it's not, that's so not the lonely. case. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lonely place to be. Yeah. And so the first thing is you got to have faith. The second thing is perseverance. Mm-hmm. You're going to be kicked around. There are going to be challenges. And stick to it. Mm-hmm. Take the high road. You know, Don't let your emotions get in way of logic. Mm-hmm. I always say emotion high, logic low. Your emotions get charged. Your ability to process information in a logical manner diminishes. Mm-hmm. So keep your emotions in check. Mm-hmm. We call it high IQ now. Mm-hmm. And know that uh, you can't, like I said, faith, you're not alone. But you can't have a sustainable, successful business mm-hmm. just by doing everything on your own. Mm-hmm. Meaning you have to have uh, your own board of directors, mm-hmm. right? Your yes. own trust Somebody trustable advisors accountable to you and and, and you who you know will be there no matter what mm-hmm. you know I, i've had a friend for uh gosh going on over 40 years i mean we we're in school together mm-hmm. uh, high school together since and you were two. Huh? since you were two <laughs> well actually this friend <laughs> uh i met him in high school okay but uh but we've been in contact uh, and with friends ever since. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like my go-to, you know, if something happens, um, I'll say, Hey, what do you think of this? And and he does the same. And so, you know, you need to have that. You do. That was yeah. the whole reason I started networking. Um, 17 years ago yeah. was because I went to a networking meeting. It was a bunch of business owners. I was brand new in my business. And I realized as people, you're talking to people, oh my goodness, they're facing the same challenges I am. I yeah. am not the only one that doesn't know how to Absolutely. do this or what to do. Or, right. Yeah, because loneliness is oh, man, the for kiss sure. of death. And then the, mm-hmm. the last thing I would add is you got to have a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, have something down on paper mm-hmm. that represents what you want to have happen in your business. Mm-hmm. And... I know not everybody loves the financials. But, <laughs> He's talking to me, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but you do need to have some kind of idea of yeah. how much it's going to cost you mm-hmm. and how much you're going to realize yes. in revenue, sales coming in. So kind of a plan. Jeff knows I break out in hives when you say I'm, Excel yeah, spreadsheets. I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> so we're not going to open any spreadsheets or anything like that right now. We'll, we'll do that another time. <laughs> no, I think you're right. It is. You, you have to have a plan. You got to know yeah. where you're going that one year, three year, five year, yep. 10 year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good advice. Very good advice. Um, let me see. My I like being on the hot seat over here. here. I knew you would. Yeah. I knew you would. <laughs> um, what has been your biggest challenge since you have become a business owner? Mm, my biggest challenge since becoming a business owner. Um, you know, I would say... Uh, perseverance, you know, because mm. especially during the pandemic, there were a lot of times that I sort of questioned, is this the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. And I knew in my heart that it was, and I, and I knew that I could make a, a much better, stronger impact by mm-hmm. staying the course. Mm-hmm. But there's something to be said about having a steady paycheck. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and so somebody said to me one time, so I, I, I said that, you know, man, this is hard. You know, I like having a steady paycheck. And the comment that was made was, how steady is that paycheck? Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Well, what do you, you know, That's right. I guess it's not forever, right? That's there right. are no guarantees. And we've all seen things can change in a heartbeat. On a dime. Yeah. On a dime, <laughs> literally. I have always... I've always felt like that. Like I know ultimately God is in charge of my destiny, but I would much rather be responsible for making my own paycheck than be at the mercy of somebody else. Amen. And I'm going to work a lot harder for my, 
I'm going to do my best no matter what I'm doing or who I'm working for. But I'd rather be working my tail off for myself right. and my family um, than I would for somebody else. I've never worked so just, hard and made so little yes. and enjoyed it more. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And there, in a nutshell, is the life of the entrepreneur. It is. <laughs> That's right. You'll never work as hard, get paid so little, but enjoy it so much. But have and make some good friends along yeah. the way. That sounds like a book. It does. It does. Maybe we could co-author a book together. <laughs> We'll have one chapter. Financial part, don't worry. I was just going to say we're going to have one chapter dedicated to Excel spreadsheets. (laughs) What is the biggest mistake you you work with a lot of different businesses, um, but you are looking at financials all the time and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing? What is the biggest mistake that you see business owners make? Not paying attention to their financials. Okay. So expand on that. So not looking Mm -hmm. at your current state your current financial position Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So many things can happen in a business uh, quickly. Yes. And I think it's important to look at your, your profit and loss statement, Mm -hmm. your cash flow statement, especially your cash balance. How much cash do you have Mm -hmm. at your disposal right now? Mm -hmm. If you had no more sales coming in, Mm -hmm. bills are still going to need to continue to come no matter what. Mm -hmm. So do you have enough cash in order to cover those bills? Mm -hmm. And so what is your, you know, what does your balance sheet look like? How much do you own mm-hmm. versus how much do you owe? Oh, uh-huh. And so I, th- I think when we as business owners get so mired in the details of our business other than the financials, mm-hmm. we have a tendency to l- not pay attention to the financials. Mm-hmm. And as a result, things slip. And whether it's bills not getting paid or invoices not going out mm-hmm. or maybe invoices go out but they're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's that's something that we need Keeping to up with all that yeah, stuff on, on a regular that. basis. Mm-hmm. Yes, good advice. Very good advice. Thank you. Yes. So, what when all of this is done and you have what is all of this when your your life is done? I'm at the pearly gates. You are at the pearly gates, and it is you know God banging says, on them to let me in. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, we, we, we both know that Diane is going to make sure you get it. I've always yeah. said to her, if I die before you, which I probably will, I'll be outside. So put in a good word for me. Be sure and pull me on through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is the legacy that you want to leave behind? Oh, man. It, you know, so one of the core values, and I've just wrapped up this program mm-hmm. it's called Leadership Montgomery County. Yes. And really a, a just an awesome, awesome program. And one of the core values is leave your mark. Mm-hmm. And leaving that is so profound and it's so important that to understand everything that we do has an impact. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything. You may not think the so. Ripples in the pond. Everything. Mm-hmm. And what I what I hope will be part of my legacy is that I was here to add value to every situation to help people and to do the right thing and to inspire others Mm -hmm. to do that as well. Mm -hmm. We can make the world a better place, Mm -hmm. you know, one day at a time. We can't become complacent. We can't give up Mm -hmm. and we just have to persevere. Mm -hmm. And if people will just remember that, you know, Hey, Jeff was, yeah, he, he was a pretty decent guy. I think he, you know, tried to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I learned this from him. It'll be good. Yeah. Yes. I'd be happy with that. That's very good. I like that. We have a friend who recently passed away quite suddenly, Robert mm-hmm. Osborne. He was on the that podcast. Was, oh, that was, a, that was a tough one. And, it was. Um, one of our mutual friends made the comment to me, you know, after the service, his, his family had gotten up. He had four beautiful children and his wife, and they all got up and they spoke at the service. And um, one of our friends texted me after, and he made the comment of, you could tell that he was the same person with us as he was with his family. Because when, when, when his family talked about who he was, it was the same person that we mm-hmm. knew. Yeah. And that was so profound to me. And I said, you're right. He treated us like family. Mm-hmm. 
you know, he, yeah. he was treating us the same way that he was treating his own children and his wife that he loved so much. And because he, he was, was genuine, he was such a family man. He was so genuine. And I think, you know, that's just like the most, that, that was his gift that he left to us. I've thought about that a lot since his service, just, you know, what would I want people to say at my funeral yeah. about me? You know, what would, what would be the legacy yeah. that we leave behind? And I just, I thought that was really profound. It is. You and know, the, and the thing he, was, he was the same person at home as he was at work. And he never tried to be somebody mm-hmm. that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, hey, I, I, I'm Robert Osborne. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. I want to do everything I can to help you. Yeah. And if you don't like it, that's mm-hmm. okay. That's your decision. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, he never tried to fluff anything. Mm-hmm. He had a great sense of humor. He did. <laughs> <laughs> and every once in a while, I was like, what? You just say that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, like with a straight face, he would say something. He, he was, he like, was so dry. He <laughs> yeah. had such a dry. I always said you had to listen to what Robert yeah. said because he was very quiet. I mean, he right. was really yeah, an introvert. Soft-spoken. He was on the fringe. He loved to observe yeah. people. But I would always say you have to listen to everything he says because it's either going to be profound or hilarious. Right. There's like no in between. <laughs> well, so he was, he was really in the Cajun cooking, right? Yes, Being from he Louisiana. Loved he loved it. Mm-hmm. And then, so I asked him, you know, why did you start cooking? I mean, why, yeah. you know, what, well, how did you get interested in that? Uh-huh. And he said, well, because I wanted something good to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife had no problem with that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she like, like more okay. power to you. Yes. Yes. I love it. Why'd I love it. Cook? Talking about hilarious. <laughs> the, the last story he told me, so I literally spent the morning with him the day before he passed you know his passing was just very sudden and he told me this story and I'm so thankful that like this is my like last memory with him but he was he was telling us that um he had he had just had a birthday and all of his kids had come home for his birthday and he told him that he wanted Swiffers for his birthday Swiffers (laughs) like dad (laughs) Why do you want swimmers? And he goes, you know, swimmers. And he holds up his foot. And they finally figured out he meant sketchers. He wanted oh. a pair of tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, swimmers, sketchers, whatever. <laughs> that is such a Robert story. Oh, my gosh. Isn't Can you imagine going to a shoe store and asking for oh swimmers? I will never put on a pair of sketchers again without thinking of him. It just cracks me up. I'll take yes. a pair of swimmers and an eight and a half. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was just so him. Yes. Yes. Well, I have no doubt that you will leave behind the legacy that you have spoken of. So I know that you mentioned a little bit about core values and I know that that is something that you, you love to teach on and you love to talk about. And so share with everybody what core values mean to you and why you think every business needs to have core values. Cause I think there's a lot of value there. Absolutely. So whenever I work with somebody, um, whether it's business or individual, uh, we talk about core values early on um, because it's it's really, if you don't have them or you haven't uh, said them out loud or written them down, mm-hmm. um, everybody has core values. Right. Everybody has Whether beliefs, they know it or not. <laughs> whether they know it or not. Um, but I want everybody that I work with to write them down and have, have them like in front of your face, mm-hmm. like next to your computer, mm-hmm. on your phone, because it's who you are. It's those beliefs. It's those things that are the Mm non-negotiables, the line in the sand that you will not cross. Mm -hmm. And so the, the one core value that I I use as an example, one of mine is faith. You go to my website, understandablesolutions.com. You will see my core values right there. Mm -hmm. And one is faith. So I I was talking to, uh, he was a prospect Mm -hmm. and uh, he said, you know, I want to work with you, but I don't know that I can. And I said, okay, well, you know, Sorry to hear that, but let me let me know why. Right. And he said, "Well, I was on your website and I saw your core values, and uh, you said faith." I said, "That's right." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, I'm an atheist." Aww. And I said, "Well, I I'm sorry." Yeah. But you know, I as a Christian, mm-hmm. I'm here to educate and help you on your journey, mm-hmm. and I would love to do that. But I am not going to compromise my faith. Right. And if you can't work with me because of that, 
I respect your decision sure. and I'll pray for you. Right. And so we parted ways. Yeah. But it's those those values are those line the line in the sand that you will not cross. Mm-hmm. And as individuals, like we need to have them, documents. Like falsifying documents, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and having some humility in the process. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, being accountable. Mm-hmm. As individuals, we need to have them. As businesses, we need to have them. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen a business that has core values on the wall and nobody's living them? And nobody knows what they are. Nobody even knows. Yeah. yeah they don't even know what they are. <laughs> Does your company have values? Yeah, I think so. What yeah, are they? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Be good? You know. So right. it, it's it's those things that we know what they are mm-hmm. and it's you just have to write them down and live them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was really powerful when we worked together when we first started working together and um and you had me do that you know mm-hmm. just write them down and i knew him in my head of course you, you know did. i i knew him but i'd never just written it down and put it in black and white and mm-hmm. so i think it is powerful yeah makes you think mm-hmm. it does you know, what is it that makes you tick yes right yeah it gets you up every morning uh-huh. what gets you through your day right and you have to decide those ahead of time Going into the business, you need to know this ahead of time because you are going to have these situations where you might be called upon to compromise, like when you were in the corporate world. Or, I mean, I think it's really important what you were saying is not everybody is your client. You know, not everybody, you can't, and if your values are not in alignment, it's going to be really difficult. Well, and we've talked about people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we've talked about this before, but, you know, as a, to have a good, productive, working relationship between mm-hmm. consultant, coach, and client, mm-hmm. there have to be three things in existence, mm-hmm. not just one or two, but all three. Yeah. And those three are the client has to be asking for assistance, mm-hmm. can't be forced on them by right. like a, you know, their boss or something. Have to be a Say, willing participant. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to be receptive to ideas and suggestions that Coaching. come up. Doesn't mean that we are going to implement everything, but you have to at least be open-minded. Right. I can't tell you how many times... I've been asked to help, but the client has all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really want yeah, help. Like, why, they, they why am I even here? They were right. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't, again, we don't have to implement everything, but at least be receptive. Mm-hmm. And then third, just like you said, there has to be some alignment of beliefs and values. And if there aren't, it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be productive. Yeah. yeah. And you can save yourself a lot of heartache because nothing will drive you crazier than the wrong client. It's. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's just, it it's is true. what it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, you'll just be banging your head against the wall. And, and sometimes it's hard, you know, and especially mm-hmm. when you're starting out. Yes. You, you feel take like on, you just need to take yeah. anybody. Yeah. And yeah. in the end, it's It's, it's, it's never worth it. It's really a lose-lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yes. So if you could meet anyone in history. Oh, man. Just one person? Just one. Pick one. Who would you want to meet? Have a conversation. It has to be just one. Okay. How many do you need? See, I'm a negotiator. (laughs) (laughs) How many do you need? Uh, Let's go with two. Okay. Okay. So, as I said, I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Faith is important. Mm -hmm. I would like to have a one-on-one with Jesus. Oh, man. Me too. You know? I'd like to ask him a few questions. Like, hey, you know. See where we are today. Uh-huh. Any any words of wisdom for yes. some of us? <laughs> you know, I've got the instruction manual that I read, but you know, I, say, I think we have to go back and read the Book of Revelation yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, can you put that in a PowerPoint for the rest of the world? Break it down really simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So a conversation with Jesus, and then yes. Abraham Lincoln. Oh yeah, that would be a good. One. I mean, he changed the country. The course of history. Thankfully, and he was vilified. Mm -hmm. And to this day, there are people that still vilify him Mm -hmm. and for reasons they don't even know. Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't for Abraham Lincoln Lincoln and his perseverance, Mm -hmm. who knows where we would be. Who knows where we would be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to talk to him about it. I would love that too. Like how did he stay stay so strong Mm -hmm. when everybody was against him? Yeah. Yeah, fortitude. That is a. Yeah. I think that somebody like that is like they know their calling. That's when 
like your purpose and yeah, your calling. It. I yeah. mean, it's kind of like back to purpose. that core values. Yeah. Like you know that you know that you know what you're supposed to do. Right. And no matter what anybody says. Yeah. Um, and you do. You think about it. Like how many times, how many other people have been put in the position that he was in and they didn't oh. do it? They walked away from it. You know, he, but right. he was the one that stood up and made the difference. Because he knew yeah. what the right thing to do was. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's so easy to just get lost in the day-to-day. Oh. That we don't yeah. think about it kind of goes back to the decisions that we make, you know, but you yeah. just get lost in the day to day and you don't really think, well, what I do today isn't really going to matter tomorrow. And right. the power of our, you know, of our habits and our decisions and all of those kinds of things that yeah. it really is impactful and how it does impact everybody around us. too. E- even when, and especially when you don't even know it, mm-hmm. they, I mean, there's always somebody that is watching you. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's important to, to, realize that truly every single thing you do mm-hmm. is important. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that you do. Yep, it is. I agree. Well, that is all the questions that I have Whew, for you. Good questions. You did a Man. really good job. Oh, great questions. So thank, <laughs> thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you letting me do this. Yeah, it's yeah it was fun. fun. It, it was, was fun. fun. Yes. Thank you for sharing about your life and your values and your mission and your journey and all of those good things. And you've, I mean, you've just recently started this whole second career and I'm so excited (laughs) to see where it all takes you. Yeah. It's, it's been a journey and, uh, I really believe that the best is yet to come. I do too. You know? Yes. Um, I agree. Life is good, Mm -hmm. but we have to, we have to believe that. Yes. And so enjoy the little things. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for coming on the Understandable Solutions podcast. And uh, I'm not even going to ask this of whether you'd come back. I know that this is going to be an ongoing thing. No, I'll come and talk to you anytime. I'll talk to anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that didn't really come out. So I'll I'll talk to you. I'll talk to anybody. I can always talk. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But put a microphone in front of me. I'm really happy. So if you hit the applause button, then that's even better. So, yeah. There we hey. go. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the? We have. No. 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 Where's that? It's that one. There we go. That one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Stacy, thank you for coming on the thank Understandable you, Solutions podcast. It was a lot of fun. And I want to again thank our sponsor, Under Summers by Carrie Ray and Outstanding DNA. And don't forget, you can get your Undersummers at undersummers.com and put in the code, enter the code SOLUTIONS, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S, for your 15% discount. And the same at outstandingdna.com. And again, that discount code is SOLUTIONS, S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S. Thank you so much for tuning into the Understandable Solutions podcast. Hope you had a great day. Hope tomorrow is even better. Peace, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Understandable Solutions. We hope we met our goal and remember, that was for you to walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. And tell us what that is. We want to know. Be sure to review us favorably on your favorite podcast platform. 